This is an ABC podcast. Where is he? I know I left him around here somewhere. Under the bed? Oh boy, I have not cleaned under here in a while. Oh, a jelly bean, yum. Mm. Mm. Oh, that is not a jelly bean. Oh, come on, where are you? Molly, Carl's here. Are you packed for the sleepover? Hold on, Mum. I'll be down in a minute. Oh, no. Hey, Molly. Whoa, what is going on in here? What do you mean? Uh, your room? It's sort of like a bomb went off in here. How do you find anything? It's messy because I can't find something, Carl. I've been looking everywhere for Balthazar. He's gone. What? That's terrible. Is Balthazar one of your dogs? No. A bird? No, Carl, he's my best friend. Um, I thought I was your best friend. Oh, please. I've known Balthazar way longer than I've known you. Okay, so your best friend has gone missing in your bedroom. Weird. Can you call him? No, he doesn't have a phone. Have you tried calling his name? He can't talk. Well, not the way we can anyway. Molly, what are you talking about? How can you have a best friend who has disappeared in your room and can't speak? Who is this Balthazar person? He's not a person, Carl. Balthazar is my teddy bear. You still have a teddy bear? Yes, so what? Uh, Nothing. I mean, it's just, aren't you a bit old for that now? What's your problem with teddy bears? They're cute, they make people feel safe and snug and, for lots of us... They're the first friend we ever have. Yeah, but just because they're our first friend doesn't mean they have to be our forever friend. Well, today on Short and Curly, what's the deal with teddy bears? Why do so many people get so protective of these little stuffed toys? And is there an age where you should think about giving up your teddy? Whoa! And maybe you don't have a teddy bear. Maybe you've got a stuffed bunny or a penguin or even a blanket. Whatever it is, we want to know whether it's okay to love or stop loving your toy. Except you, Balthazar. I'll always love you. Hello, and today you're listening to... Short, you're listening to Short and Curly. And Curly. Yay! Short and Curly! Curly, 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 Curly. Hi, Molly. Hi, Carl. You're here. What snacks do you bring? Oh, you know, only enough popcorn to fill a swimming pool, plus these lollies. Here, I can't hold them all. Help me out. Thanks for inviting us to your sleepover, Shonda. Yeah, and sorry we're late. We weren't allowed to leave until we'd found our extra guest. Oh, he's really cute. Shonda, this is Balthazar. He's my teddy bear. Love your teddy bear. See, Carl, it's not weird. A couple of the others brought theirs too. This is my bunny here. We'll have a teddy bear's picnic. Well, while we unpack our stuff... And unroll our sleeping bags full of hidden lollies and snacks... Maybe you can pause the podcast and think over this question. And when you're done, hit that play button. If you've got a toy or some other soft, cuddly thing that you love and is really special to you. Or maybe it was when you were younger. What makes it so special? Hit pause now.
Now that you've had a chance to think, here's what our teddy bears picnic from Leichhardt Public School had to say about their teddies. It's sort of funny, like, looking back on it now, how a toy could make you feel that much. Well, it would always be there for me. So, like, if I was having an issue, I could go up to it and talk to it, and even if it wouldn't talk to me back, I'd feel more safe and protected around it. Well, with me, my teddy bear, like, when I was young, well, I still am, but when I was really young, my teddy bear protected me at night and it comforted me and it felt like I had someone that... Um, with me, so it helped me. It helped me sleep. Um, yeah, when I was younger, I used to like play with mine a lot. I remember like always having tea parties with like it was like my best friend. Like before kindy, I used to have tea parties with it. Like do all these things with it. It's like to act like it was a real person to me, and it, like that's why it's like, so sentimental to me. It was like a frog. I just called it frog. And so I always used to bring it with me to restaurants, cafes, school, like everywhere I go, I used to always bring this frog with me until my mum like took it off me. I had a spotty red and orange chippo toy, which I was given since, well, before I started school. Um, and I would sleep with it every night. And it was really special to me because it was given by my grandma who lives in Thailand and I didn't see quite often when I was upset or something. I always thought when I was under um, my blankets with my toy, I was invisible. And if someone tried to hurt me, like the blanket and my toy was protection. And then like, if I did something wrong, like someone would say, do that again and I'll take the toy off you. And I'd be like, no, so I'd hide under my blankets with my toy and I'd be like, don't take my toy away. Tea, Mrs. Tiddleflit. Love that we've got this tea party going on with everyone's stuffed toys. Wait, I, I know that voice. Matt Beard from the Ethics Centre, what are you doing here? We didn't know that you knew Shonda. Actually, Matt, while you're here, we've been debating teddy bears. Why do you think they're so special to us? I think there are probably lots of reasons. One is that teddy bears provide us with a sense of security. If we don't feel safe, it's hard for us to learn, create, play, or do any of the things we think are important. But blankets, teddy bears and stuffed toys don't make us any safer. It's not like you've come home, you've had dinner with mum and dad, you've had your glass of warm milk and then you go up to bed and then wham, there's a big grizzly bear underneath your bed that's trying to get you. Well, it's weirdly specific, Carl. Did that actually happen? Shh, Molly, I'm talking. I'm just saying they don't keep you safe when grizzlies invade your bedroom. Carl, did a grizzly bear actually break into your house? Wouldn't you like to know? Yes, that would be incredible. It's true that teddy bears aren't very effective at fighting off real bears, but they do still play an important role in helping us feel safe. Teddy bears, blankets and things like that are what psychologists call transitional objects, but I like to call them safety buddies. They're a little tool that helps kids feel safe being further away from their parents while they're exploring the world. But teddy bears aren't just about making us feel safe. For me, Balthazar was my first friend. We would go on adventures together, talk to each other and play together. 
Looking back now, I know it was all imaginary, but we had a real bond. Almost a friendship. Matt, I really want to know, can you be friends with something that isn't alive? I'm not sure you can, but that doesn't mean that you don't have a special connection. One of the things that happens with stuffed toys like Balthazar is that you turn to them for advice, support and understanding. You talk to them and then you give them the words to talk back. Because they can't actually talk. Right. You pretend they're talking, but you're the one coming up with all the words. There's something really important happening here. You're actually learning how to be kind to yourself by talking to your bear and helping it to talk back. So when I say Balthazar is my best friend, I'm actually saying I'm my own best friend. Brain explosion. I am my teddy. It's mind-wrinkly, isn't it? Hurry up, the popcorn's going to go cold. Dibs on the beanbag. Come on, we're about to start the movie, let's go. All right, gang, before we watch a movie, let's hear from our Sleepover Brains Trust from Leichhardt about giving up your buddy bear. My parents said, um, I think it's time for you to stop playing with your teddy and stuff like that. And I was in like year three of two. Felt a bit, I, I was in disbelief that my parents would say that. And it took me quite a while to understand that this is probably going to benefit me and I'm probably going to get more friends and stuff like that. And I'm going to be better in life if I don't always waste all my time on, on like this teddy. If you love a toy and you love anyone so much, you like, you have to let go at one stage. I remember I was really sad like when I gave it away, but then I realised like after a while that I was getting more independence when I kind of like stopped playing with mine. I still have Bunny. Your teddy, it's so close to you. It's like a real person, it's like a real friend. And when you're like younger and kindergarten, preschool, you don't really, don't really invite your friends from the school to your house. I never did that. I don't know about anyone else. But when I was growing older, like, I started bringing friends over and I can't pretend it's real because some people might think it's kiddish, some people might think that, oh, what is this kid still doing talking to his toy, thinking that it's real? If my friends say to me, come on, let go of it, like, that will get you further in life because you just have to know that not everything's going to be perfect. You know, Carl, hearing the Brains Trust made me want to try a little bit of time without my teddy. Okay, Molly, I'm here to help. How does this sound? You can have Balthazar for one more minute, and then I'm going to take him away for the whole movie. And if you can do it, you can have half of my lollies. Time starts now. Oh, so much pressure. Oh, one last cuddle. Okay, Balthy, you're going to stay here and I'll just be next door, okay? Oh, this feels weird. You're doing great, bud. You're safe with me. I've got my anti-grizzly spray just in case. Seriously? What's with you and grizzly bears, Carl? Okay, time's up. Put that bear down. Now let's get settled in for movie time. Oh, bye-bye, Balthy. You just sit here and I'll only be next door. Quick, I love the movie trailers more than the movie itself. Shh, this is the best bit. I'll have a serve of sausages and grits 
add some fries for the table. And I want my daughter back. Oh, this isn't the movie I suggested at all. Hey, can you please pass me the chips? Here you go, buddy. Are there any more sour worms? Uh, I think you've eaten all the sour worms. Actually, you're probably about to go into a sugar spiral. I am so jealous. Oh, hey, Molly. How are you going without Balthazar? I'm okay. I just feel a bit weird. But mostly, I just feel guilty leaving him all alone in there. But you know he can't really feel anything right. He's not going to get lonely. I know, but then again, how do we know our toys don't have feelings? Ever seen Toy Story? Yes, but that's a movie. It's totally fake. Great movie, but just not real. But they get so heartbroken at the idea that their owner might abandon them. And now I picture cute little Balthazar in there all alone. It's, it's just really sad. But you've got stacks of other things you care about, like your computer... Why don't you feel bad about leaving that at home? Balthazar isn't like my other stuff. He's so cute and special. Oh, he's got that that little fluffy face and his little waistcoat. Oh, I've got to go check on him. Molly, can you sit still for one minute? I love this trailer. I've seen it like a million times. Mama, Mama, you came to rescue me in your time machine, but you're too late because I'm... Who paused the movie? I did. I'm busting for the toilet. Wait here and no one take the couch. Okay, while the movie's paused, I'm going to go get some water. Oh, good idea. I'm thirsty too. Wait, this this isn't the way to the kitchen. Are you going to check on your teddy? No. Molly, don't you want to grow up? Hush. Ah, sweet relief. Wait, why are you two out here? Matt, so glad we caught you on the way out of the loo. Anyway, quick question. Fine, what's up? Molly's really reluctant to give up her teddy bear and I'm just worried that she's never going to grow up. Well, why does she need to grow up? Huh? Well, I mean, we, we all need to grow up. Well, we all do grow up. We can't help it. But what it means to be a grown-up is kind of whatever we make it. For example, when I was a kid, video games were seen as childish. But today, adults play video games all the time. So even though we're told it's important to leave behind some of the childish stuff that we enjoy, we should always ask for the reasons why that's so important. From the sounds of things, Carl, it's important to you that Molly grows up, but why does it have to be important to her? I just think that at a certain point, you should probably stop doing the same things that you did as a kid. It's like you can't keep wearing nappies. You've got to learn to use the toilet. So learning to get by without a teddy bear is kind of like emotional toilet training. That was a very gross comparison. But it's actually a pretty good one. As you grow up, you learn to take a bit more control of your thoughts and feelings just like you take control of your bladder so you don't wee everywhere. Okay, that makes sense, but I'm not sure if I'm ready to leave Balthazar behind. Think about it this way. We've said part of the job of teddy bears is to help us learn a bunch of important life skills, like talking kindly to ourselves, feeling safe, and stuff like that, right? Yeah. And 
Carl's also said that maybe it's important that eventually we give up teddy bears as part of growing up. Mm-hmm. Well, what if one of the things teddy bears are supposed to teach us is how to let go of something we love? <gasps> you mean we get these toys, we love them, and then we have to get rid of them? That sounds horrible. Actually, that's something I experienced when my teddy bear Roseberry was, quote, accidentally lost, unquote, by my parents who were trying to, quote, help me, unquote, grow up. And not everyone gives up their toy. Some people just change their relationship with it. But why do we even have teddy bears if eventually we have to give them up? Maybe we should take a second to think about this. Good idea. Remember, you can pause here if you need a bit more time. Imagine something or someone you really love. Think of how good that person or thing makes you feel. And now imagine losing them. Would the love and happiness you had with them be worth all the pain and sadness of losing them? Hit pause now. When I lost Roseberry, I guess I felt a bit happy sad. At first I was heartbroken, it felt like I was losing a part of myself, but after a while I just focused on the happy memories I'd had with her. Carl, that is so sweet of you. Oh, are you crying? Violently! Can we please get back to the movie? I want to watch this one and then it's three sequels and then maybe even another movie. Yes, please. Let's head back in. Well, at least they didn't restart the movie without us. It took forever. Just sit on the floor. Is there no honour anymore? What happened to the laws of bagsing? Get off the couch. Hey, hey, who's got the remote? Press play already. (laughs) Time's up. Are you still awake? It's way past bedtime. Turn that movie off and get to sleep. Ugh, seriously? Just let us finish this movie, please. Come on, you've already got your sleeping bags. Now, lights out. Aww. Uh, okay, before we fall asleep, I better put out some bear traps. One over here. One here. Okay, one over here. One over here. Okay, everyone, cover your face for a second. Some anti-bear spray should help as well. Oh, Carl, that stuff stinks. What are you doing? (laughs) You'll thank me if a bear comes, Molly. Now i just got to shut the window. Carl, stop. Come on, lie down. Look, our brains trust Ruby, Asher, Liam, Mila, Erica and Finn are already asleep. Yeah, but I think our voice actors, Isaac, Harriet, Cody and Isabel, snuck out for a midnight snack and they aren't safe out there. Matt, psst, are you still awake? Yep, but it looks like producer-in-chief Kyla Slavin and associate producer Emma Gibbs are sneaking sound producer Joe Wallace's lollies. Okay, but I just really need to close that window to make sure there are no... Carl, there are no bears. If we don't go to sleep now, executive producer Justine Kelly and ABC Audio Studios manager Kelly Reardon are going to be so mad. What was that? It couldn't be. 
It's too late! Oh no, not again! This has been an ABC podcast. Check out the ABC Kids Listen app. It's full of educational and entertaining audio programs. Ah, I've just been uh, shredding on my skateboard. Well, not shredding so much as falling off it a lot. See, I've been listening to the new season of the Fierce Girls podcast and there's an awesome app about Sabre Norris, the skateboarder, surfer and vlogger, who was the first Australian female and third in the world to land a 540 on a half pipe. And she did it when she was nine years old. Sabre has inspired me to give skating a crack, even though I'm uh, not so good at it. And she's not the only legend who'll inspire you this season. See, Fierce Girls tells the stories of extraordinary Australian women. Like the opera singer Dame Nellie Melba and AFL star Taylor Harris read by other fierce women like singer Amy Shark and actor Yale Stone. Listen to it wherever you get your podcasts or via the ABC Listen app. You know, maybe I'm not a good skater. Let's see how I go with surfing. <laughs> <laughs>